What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 222 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo! This week we're geeking out about the PS5 reveal, movies we do and don't want to see this July, and a Game of Thrones reunion. Ooh. The first time I think that that many people have from that cast have been uh, back together. We'll tell you why later on. And they're all alive. Man, that felt really newsy. Like... Mm-hmm. We'll tell you, we'll give you the scoop after this. Uh, <laughs> special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burton, Michael, Caleb Ardwin, and Communication Flail. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's get into gaming. I... Trying to think. I think I've just been playing Apex, so I'm I'm getting really into Apex again. It's, it's bad. You play something else. Uh, go ahead, LJ. Uh, so first thing is that I finally finished Judgment on stream on Friday night. How many hours did it take you? <laughs> so it took me longer, a little bit longer than I expected. But uh, so I started at seven o'clock central and I ended at one, so it was like six hours. I mean, oh. I had I had people watching the whole time, so. It was one of those things where the game even tells you, like, hey, there's no turning back here. If you yeah. need sleep, go get sleep. And usually when games tell you that, that means you only have, like, a little bit more left, you know, kind of a thing. You know, like, like yeah. here's the final fight kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, three more hours. Like, it was, yeah, it was, like, three more <laughs> hours because I figured I'm, like, okay, so there was chapter 12 and then the finale was going to be shorter. But the finale was just as long as a regular chapter. So... Actually, it was probably a little bit longer with all of, like the cutscenes and everything. And there was this fight that had a dumb checkpoint that like held me up a little bit. But when I got that notice, I was like, "All right, I'm not turning back now," because I told everybody this was it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Have so, you have you beaten The Witcher before? Witcher three? No. So you would be extremely frustrated with that game because it has multiple no turning back points. I mean, you can yeah. save you can save scum in that game though too. I think that's true. Um, but there's well, definitely like two or three different spots where it stops you, and it's like you need to save now because you're never like. And it, it feels one of them feels like it could be the end, and then you get to another one, and you're like, oh, oh, there's yeah. more to this. So that's what ha- kept happening. Like I, I, I'm, I know I'm bad at like kind of realizing when things are gonna be close to done, but it was just one of those things where. In judgment, you'd be like, okay, like this is it, you know, they're going to the final court case. This is this is it. Oh, that was a final fight. Oh no, it wasn't. You still got to go do this. Oh, it was it was nuts. Um, so, I, for those who don't know, one time the podcast team decided to play Ruby, Ruby together, and oh, LJ yeah. had played it already. And so after every level past like the third or fourth level, he was yeah. like, I think there's only one more. Yeah. So and we played for hours. We had to come back to it. In my defense, those levels <laughs> bled together. Like, they, a lot of them were the same environments, so it was just uh, one of those things where, yeah. I'll never um, forget that. LJ's like, we're almost dead. Yeah, I figured we had to be. Like, yeah, so. But it was still fun, but. That was awesome. Yeah, so that was the first time I've streamed that long, like, outside of, like, a pledge drive kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it's a really good game, and I enjoyed it a lot, but it was just one of those things. I was like, well, 
I'm like, I probably could have saved this for, like, I probably could have saved that second half for another week, but I was like, nah, we're getting this done now, because I've already been playing this game off and on for, like, six months, so. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. good. Um, so if you like the Yakuza games, I recommend Judgment a lot. Okay. Um, and then I got into Kingdom Hearts a little bit, uh, because every single Kingdom Hearts game is free on Game Pass right now on Xbox. Oh, cool. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to finally get into this. Because I've always kind of wanted to for the past couple of years, but I was like, I'm not going to waste money on something that I may just drop off again. Right. And so uh, it was fun. I kind of took an afternoon to play a couple hours of that. And uh, yeah, it, I'm liking it. It's good. And I put it on beginner mode to be like, well, I don't really need to deal with all the complicated like RPG aspects of it. So I was like, I'm just going to roll with it. Um, so yeah, it's been good. You... Have you? How much? How far have you gotten? Uh, I'm only I I'm only on the first uh, world. A little island thing. I, uh, no, uh, Alice in Wonderland world. Okay. The honestly, the island is in the trav in the town. To me, those are dumb mechanics because it's like it kind of, like it kind of gets you going and hyped up for it, and then they send you on a fetch quest on the island, which is like okay, that's dumb. I mean, it's not the stuff's not too hard to find, but then there's the town. Where it's like they kind of don't tell you what to do, and after a while, you basically just have to return to where you started in the first place. Yeah, so, I got lost. Like I just I couldn't figure it out, and yeah. then I finally did, and I was done with the game by that point. Yeah, I so got back, I, and I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> yeah, so it's like already the island just about puts me to sleep every time I play that game, and mm-hmm. then the town is even worse because it's like there's enemies coming at you all the time, which is I mean, which is fun. That's fine because I'm actually fighting stuff, but. It doesn't really tell you, and so I had to remind myself of those things because it gets better after that. Like the first okay. couple hours of the game are kind of a slog, in my opinion. I think back then it probably would have been okay. Uh, I think the game for us, we're used to so much, so much bigger games now. Mm-hmm. That that like it was to get you to explore that map, yeah. which at the time seemed expansive. But we just wanted to get to we just want to get to the good stuff at this point. We don't care. Yeah, I would be okay with that in. Not necessarily an open world game, but a, a much larger game. Mm-hmm. If I was going all sorts of places and there was all sorts of things to explore, mm-hmm. and then you find out that you had to like end up going back to where you started, mm-hmm. uh, like that would make it really cool. But that mm-hmm. there just wasn't much to explore in that map. Mm-hmm. You just end up doing cool. laps and not knowing. Like I had to look up where to find the coconuts in Kingdom Hearts on the mm-hmm. island, and it's like, oh, you got to hit a tree. I'm like, oh, well, uh, I should. Why I'm like, would I That's... know that? Yeah, I'm like, how would I know that? You know, kind of a thing. Uh, games do that so much better now because, uh, like, even like Skyrim and The Witcher, there's, you know, they're very organic discovery moments where you walk by something and it comes up on your map or whatever, you know? like. Mm-hmm. And I think games do that so much better now than back then. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. I've been playing a bunch of other things, but those are, like, easily the highlights. Cool. How about you, Shelly? Um, I don't think I've played anything new this last week. Um, I'm still playing Digimon Cyber Sleuth. I I really don't know how long that game is, but I feel like I have to be fairly close to getting done. I think there's like at least 19 chapters, and I'm on chapter like 17. So I feel like I'll probably play more um, after this podcast, and then we'll see how close I am to finishing it then, but... I've just been still grinding that game, um, and I've also still playing some World of Warcraft, but not nice. a ton. Uh, but 
don't think I've played anything else, so yeah. Cool. Cool. Alright, we'll get into the gaming world. The PS5 reveal, I feel, is going to be mm -hmm. the biggest topic. Do you want to do that first, or do you want to go through the smaller reveal? Well, no, nah, it's okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll mention Squadrons first. Okay. So, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, this actually got leaked on Friday. Right. Mm -hmm. And then later that afternoon, yeah, they officially like did teaser art for it. And so... Um, they're like, hey, like this is a thing. It's it's real. So then they're like, you know, come back Monday. You know, wait, and you know, we'll show you some more. And so all we got today was they had like a planned live stream and everything, and it was just a cinematic trailer. Like that was it. And so to me, I'm like, that trailer. Like it, I guess it shows you like you you know the there's a there's two squads and kind of like what the poster already shows you and you know it's mm -hmm. gonna be about space and things like that. And so at the end of that trailer, I go. That was it? Like, I mean, I guess it is a cinematic trailer, but to me, it's like I didn't learn anything from watching the trailer yeah, that I didn't already was, know. That was kind of my thought. I, like, watched mm -hmm. it and I was like, cool, but what's the actual game? Yes, and so uh, <laughs> I guess um, I look forward to seeing that it's going to be at EA Plays, uh, the EA Play video thing on Thursday. Uh, so that's tomorrow, uh, as of uh, published publishing of this episode. Um but, yeah, like, I can feel, like, so details we already have that it's going to be $40. It's, it's not going to be, like, a full-price game. There's going to be a campaign. Uh, it's going to focus on 5v5 space battles. There's a couple different match types. There's a story mode. You get to customize your ships and stuff like that. And I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Like, I can, there's, I can tell it's already going to get dunked on, probably, because it's EA and things like that. And um, But... I like it, so I'm hoping they literally take the ship combat from Battlefront 2 and just make a game out of that because I like the ship combat in Battlefront 2. I'm actually good at it. That's the only way cool. I can get on the top of the scoreboard in that game is through the ship stuff. <laughs> yeah. That'd be um, an easy way to do it for them too. Yes, and I think it's EA Motive, and I think they already worked on the campaign for Battlefront 2. Okay. Um, so, like, they've all had collaboration with, like, you know, all the different companies, so I think they could do that pretty easy. It wouldn't be hard, in my opinion. Cool. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, so now the big news, PS5, uh, reveal, I think, so in the show notes, I have a list of everything they showed. Um, but I guess we can go over some of the highlights. Yeah, I guess, let's, let's start with, like, what was your favorite trailer what are you most excited for um so i already know you guys are excited for forbidden west mm -hmm. for horizon zero dawn uh that's not really how on my radar just because like horizon zero dawn isn't like one of my favorite uh exclusives mm -hmm. but for me like it looks intriguing because i'm like i'm from the west coast you know so i get to you know that would be neat to see like what they do with like Southern California, if at all, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, that was the reason I got the original Horizon Zero Dawn. It was way after. It was also like fifteen bucks, and I was like, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. But I had seen clips of Red Rock's amphitheater uh, buried in dirt, and mm -hmm. I was like, I want to go check that out in the game. That sounds so cool. Mm -hmm. And seeing Colorado uh, and a lot of different things that I had I'd seen in real life in that game was super super cool. Um, so I totally understand your excitement because that was like my reason for wanting the first one mm -hmm. and then shelly's uh, from washington so like you know they're gonna go into seattle you know there's probably gonna be a 
moss-covered space needle or some kind of thing like that, you know? Like yeah. What if they make one of those giraffe things, the space needle? The what? You cut out. The little, what are those things called? They were giant, like, satellite things. Oh, the tall necks? Yeah. What if they made a needle tall neck? Yeah. I feel like they're not going to go into Seattle because Last of Us 2 is already mostly based in Seattle. Oh, uh, they could be. That's true. So I mean, already, which is already really cool. Like, you don't really yeah. need... So many games based on Seattle, but yeah. I, yeah. I, it's two very different looks of a post-apocalyptic sort of mm-hmm. like area. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, very the, the different. In post-apocalyptic years. San Francisco that you see in the trailers, mm-hmm. like you see the Golden Gate Bridge and you see the different buildings and stuff, versus like what you see in Last of Us Two with Seattle. Like mm-hmm. both are completely overgrown, but they're yeah. totally different vibes. It's crazy. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess one last thought for me for Horizon Zero Dawn is that in Cal- California is one of the only places you can go to the beach and then the mountains up in the snow in the same day, like pretty much. Like, yeah. And so I think like kind of like they did with the first one, there's going to be these different. They're going to pick and choose, I guess, what chunks of the West Coast. It's going to be the very bite-sized and condensed stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm excited right. to see what they can do with like the location. Denver was tiny in the game, like it wasn't what right. it. And everything right. was so close together. Hmm. <laughs> be cool yeah. yeah I'm excited for it I'm uh, really surprised they're staying in the United States but I'm glad they are mm-hmm. uh, what else What else are you, are you guys excited for on there I'll get this out of the way because I'm really the only one freaking out uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart uh, it a very right. small thing got me really really excited and it's in one of the rifts uh-huh. I'm almost positive and I've seen comments that think the same thing it's not confirmed, uh, but I think he's in the city that Jack 2 is in. Is probably an Easter egg or something, yeah. Yeah, but it would be super, super cool to, like, even if it's just a small map mm-hmm. that's based in that area, that would be so cool. I was thinking it would be Easter egg, but then I'm like, you sent it in a trailer. Yeah. That's something that you would, like, put in a cutscene in the in the game. I feel like mm-hmm. if it's in a trailer... Maybe we'll actually get a little. Well, that world. was also part uh, ga- gameplay. It looked like part of that trailer was gameplay too, which which the tech is fascinating to me. Like whenever yeah. he was going through all the rifts, and it was just, and I think that maybe that's the SSD work coming in to where it's just that instant loading of worlds like that. I was like, just oh, super dang. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. imagine they'll go this far with it, but I would love if he got to go into like a Sly Cooper world and. Oh, that'd be crazy! Uh, they had yeah. a crossover in the past with all three of them. It was like a PlayStation Move game, though, where it was Jack and Dax, right. Ratchet and Clank, and Sly, uh, Sly Cooper. Yeah, I think because those three are so closely connected, they could do that. We'll see if that actually happens. Mm-hmm. I know specifically Jack and Ratchet. Um, that's been a close, close thing. There's always a poster of Ratchet and Clank in the Jack games, mm-hmm. and there's always, like, nods to Jack and Daxter yeah. in the Ratchet and Clank games. So it makes sense for them to have kind of a little a little nod to it. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. I'm just so excited. That'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Just give me a Jack 5 or 6 or whatever it needs to be now. Yeah. Do that. Um, I guess uh, another one I, I guess we can all be excited, we're, we're probably all excited for, is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah. I yes, still need to play absolutely. the first Spider-Man game. But I'm ex- I want to do it more because of Morales. It's super inexpensive now. It's like you could get the whole like special edition for like twenty bucks now. Cool. I saw it at GameStop for like fifteen dollars. Yeah. And I was like, I bet that's what it is on digital. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it might be pretty close. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, digital it'll be close too, probably. Um, fifteen, or you said like for the definitive, it'd be twenty. That seems. Yeah. 
I mean, it, they've because like God of War and stuff has dropped down to that price. Um, but uh, I think it's cool. There was some confusion that I understand from like a casual standpoint. Is a lot of people thought it was going to be this brand new full game, but it's more of a standalone thing. Like a which I think is totally fine. Right. There's lots of rumors about like there's a rumor that it was. They're releasing Spider-Man again on PS5, but that'll be a free DLC or something. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, this is this is fine. It's like, um, I'm trying to think of an example of another they, of another series that have done this. They, but they did. Uh, Uncharted had one called Lost Legacy. Infamous had right. First Light. That's um, right. Yeah. There's been like others that have done that before, and I, I think, think that's, that's okay. Totally fine, because it's too because yeah. it, it it opens up more opportunity to see the rest of Peter's story because there's still so much more that mm-hmm. he could be doing. But and it's awesome. only been two years since the other game came out. Yeah, and because, I don't know, I'm just, I'm super hyped about it. Yeah, After same. I played Spider-Man, I was almost hoping at the by the end of Spider-Man, maybe I would be able to play as Miles more, like as Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. You do get to play as him, just not as Spider-Man. Um, right. But this this was, oh, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. A couple um, more nods before we move on was uh, Deathloop. Yes. Oh, that game looks so cool. And then the cat, I can't remember what the cat game's called, but Stray. it's by the same... Stray. Stray. From the same mm-hmm. people who made Journey. They're also uh, the same is it? people... Th- is it that game company? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice realize. it. It's also by the same people who... Um, there's this really, really popular um, Majora's Mask animation that went around YouTube some years ago. Oh, um, you can probably still okay, find yeah. it. It's like... I know you're talking you know about. What I'm, I was going to say, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's like very distinctive. It's very well done. They also mm-hmm. worked on that game. Cool. That's what they're... A lot of people I see like on Reddit, that's where they sort of point fingers to first. Um, I've also swear I've seen this that video or that um game in development for a while like yes again just Stray has been around. in development for a long exactly time. it was like the hong kong project or something where there's like again just like this cat rolling around and that was my first thought when i saw the trailer i'm like i wonder mm-hmm. if that's the same game or if that it was probably just is like, yeah exactly i think it probably was where you just you know it was very very limited gameplay it was more just like hey we're working on this game but he's like mm-hmm. cat roaming around a city so yeah I'll get it, um, dude. Yeah, a, a couple more for me, real quick. Uh, to <laughs> to 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 go back to Deathloop, real quick. I love how because that's from the developers of Dishonored, and so basically, to me, I'm excited because that game looks like they're actually letting you do stuff in that game without feeling guilty about it. Because that was the crappy thing about Dishonored is like you have all these powers, but the game tries to encourage you to kill nobody, to not get spotted, to not do anything, so that way you can get like the best ending. And to me, like. That's not really fun. Like, why are you going to give me all these powers and not and and, and discourage me from using them? So, uh, Deathloop yeah. looks like a straight up action movie. And then uh, Resident Evil Eight looks really awesome. I'm so excited for that one with the werewolves yeah. and the witches yeah. and stuff. And it's such a more supernatural angle thing. And I, I know like Joe's excited some... about Demon Souls. Oh yeah, Demon Souls. So mm-hmm. before Dark Souls came out, that was the thing. Like that's where Dark yeah. Souls came from. Um, the last one for me that I really liked was Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh-huh. And that was Hitman. Huh? Oh, hit, well, Hitman, that's, that one's got a soft spot. I got a soft spot for that one since I reviewed the other ones. But yeah. I already know what Hitman's going to be. But uh, Ghostwire Tokyo looks nuts. That's from um, that's from the developers of Evil Within. 
Um, and that's um, that one that, that 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 woman was supposed to be directing. I forget her name was like Nakamura or something. Yumi okay. Nakamura, I think. Uh, they announced that last year at E3 during the Bethesda thing. When she came on stage and like everybody like fell in love with her and stuff like that. I totally forgot um, about that. Wow. Yeah, and so that was very atmospheric. But this thing looks like a straight up like first person like anime like just firing stuff, and it looks like it looks really cool. Cool. Um, so I recommend people go look at, at that trailer again if they missed it. Yeah. Any more nods for you, Shelley? Um, There's so much. I keep looking is. at this list and I keep finding things. So but yeah, that's why I was trying to hit the big things. Kena Bridge of Spirits. I was the just going to mention. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not um, Pixar, but it looks Pixar. Yeah. Like, definitely my top... The top ones I wanted to see when going to this presentation, I wanted to see a second, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, which we got with Forbidden mm-hmm. West. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, and I wanted to potentially see some other Spider-Man thing. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what we got, sandwiching the whole presentation. And so they knew... They just knew. They're just like, oh, you want this, and everyone wants this, so we're just going to give mm-hmm. it to you. Um, I'm like, perfect. But... Um, so, that stray looks good. Um, but yeah, the Bridge of Spirits game, that one was surprisingly, like... Because I was watching with my fiancé, right? And it was really cool because in the past, whenever I am watching like a presentation, um, it's for, you know, something only I'm interested in. So it's usually Nintendo, but then, like, mm-hmm. after getting PS4, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll get a PS5, but, like, let's potentially I'm interested in it, but it was really fun mm-hmm. to watch it with my fiance because it's like, this is something we're we're going to have together. We're going to together have a PlayStation 5 and so we can watch it together and make decisions about what games we want. Um, so that was pretty cool because it's like, not just like, a, oh, that kind of looks cool. Maybe I'll get it. But it's sort of like, oh, do you think that'll be cool? Like, maybe we should get it sort of situation. So we were both really mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised with that game. It looked so pretty. Um, and like, mm. even like Forbidden West looked gorgeous, but I expected it to look gorgeous. You already know that's going right. to be more Horizon Zero Dawn. Exactly, because Horizon Zero Dawn, honestly, better. already looks very pretty. It's just going to be mm-hmm. even more pretty with PS5. Like, it's not a huge difference, but that game has showed a very different side of the, you know, engine. Um, yeah. And the graphical capabilities of the PS5. It all mm. looked, again, like it looks super smooth, even though it was like gameplay. Um, and again, like, that's just something that I saw and was like, yeah, this actually looks super good. I'm really into it, but was not expecting to. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think PS5, I'm looking, thinking about like PS4's reveal and we had like Neck and oh, that's a couple right. other Sack games. Boy is back too. I was like, that's oh, that's cool. great, Boy. Oh yeah. It's weird. Um, but, like oh, full... and then Bug Snacks, whatever that was. <laughs> But like oh, looking at the PS4 lineup uh-huh. compared to now, they're weird. really bringing their A game, and they've really created this library um, that's way stronger than it was before the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's kind of cool to see what it's become because like Spider-Man and Horizon, those are all like newer franchises that have uh, I don't know captured yeah, it's my creativity and my heart. Yeah, totally. It's crazy that this is all still just. The beginning. It's before the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's a tease at the beginning yeah. of the life cycle of the PS5. So we don't even know what's going to be happening in the middle end. Like, we already seeing, again, thinking about Knack. Like, that was sort of one big example of the beginning of the PS4. And now, if you look now at, like, mid-end of life, um, before PS5 comes out, you see Last of Us 2. You still see Horizon Zero Dawn. That wasn't even end. That was more mid and Spider-Man. Like, those, again, like... Mm-hmm. Those weren't at the beginning, mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, 
but they're like the really big like PS4 games and God of War, of course. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. those are the games. Sad that to not see God of War, but it's fine. It's yeah, still and a crazy totally lineup. again, it's totally understandable because like I they're gonna want to spend more time on that. That's gonna be way later in development. I'm like, that's cool. Take your time. It's gonna look gorgeous yeah. either way. Um, but even the Switch, just... we got like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and Odyssey, I think, was teased at that time, mm-hmm. and we were like, that sounds awesome. Like, there's so many games. It's just, again, it's really exciting that this is such a strong start, but we don't even know, like, how many more other games are going to come out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so lastly, uh, before, we change, before we move on, what do you guys think of the look of the console? If it comes in black, I'll be really happy. Uh, that's yeah, kind of those Photoshop okay ones look good. I'm okay with the look of, like, I've heard it's the tallest, I hope mm, it'll lay down yes. okay on its side. It, they have showed pictures it, yeah. of it laying down. Okay. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's big, it's tall. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen so many memes about it. I love the memes. But the memes it, have yeah. been great. Admittedly, my first thought like... when it came on was, it's kind of ugly. And then I remember yeah. I looked at the um, Geeks and a Grace chat because pretty much everyone was watching at the same time. And like everyone was saying the same thing. Everyone's like, uh, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> It's I'm okay if it comes like, in black. I, I don't like want a white console. The they get stained. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's all yellow. Dirty. That, I, that thing, I can already tell you right now, that thing will not fit in my, like, little setup. As far as I'm like, there's just no way. <laughs> I'd have to get, like, a different, like, entertainment center or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it looks cool, though. I mean, it's weird, but it's cool, I think. I think it's cool yeah. that it's um, gonna have, like, a little, like, remote with it, too, so you don't just have to, like, use your controller to do everything. Like, they're... Yeah. I have a feeling that may be sold separately. I don't Which... think all that stuff is gonna come in... I mean, totally. all that stuff will come in one bundle, maybe, like, if you want it. Yeah. But yeah. probably be able... Like, I just think it's it's a cool option, mm-hmm. because they're understanding how mm-hmm. these... Um, again, even with, like, having the disc and not having the disc, like... Oh, yeah. I might go full digital. I might yeah. too. Yeah, it's it's just cool because they're like, hey, we understand that a lot of people use their consoles only for games and like mm-hmm. specifically for games and like not necessarily for like collecting and not necessarily for entertainment outside of that, like movies. But a lot of people still do that. And a lot of people want to take their PS4 mm-hmm. games and play it on their PS5 and watch like, you know, 4K, Blu-ray movies and stuff on there. Like... So I think it's cool that they have the options because they're appealing to both audiences mm-hmm. and giving them each like something that's more optimal for them. Um, I don't think I'm gonna go full digital. I think I'm probably gonna get the disc one. Um, it depends on which one I get first because of, like, uh, because of the Blu-ray 4K mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like with my fiance and I, we're we're planning on getting a 4K TV. Um, when we get married, or like it's on our registry, so if no one mm-hmm. gets it for us, we're probably just gonna get it for ourselves. Um, because I just think it'd be amazing to have that experience of like just like amazing 4K. Oh, 4K is experience. so awesome! Like, because I haven't really been able to find that before. Like, TV we have now is is 1080. Like, that's pretty standard. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I'm kind of ready to go like all in on the 4K because it's just like a fun treat. So yeah, now that I've seen 4K, like I'm totally like a believer on it. I'm like, yep, it's it looks better. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, so that's PS5. <laughs> what uh, what game's coming out? Oh, pull list. Um, so we have uh, Desperados Three is a Western like tactics game, kind of like XCOM. Uh, Weird. 
yeah, it's it's there's been a whole series that's been out for like years. Um, and then Disintegration, which is a weird first person shooter from the creators of Halo. Um, and then Last of Us Part Two also comes yep. out. That's the biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. I have not seen any movies. Um, what? How's your binge going, Shelley? Yeah, so um, I think this last week, if I remember correctly, we watched Guardians. Um, Love it. One and two, because I think they just come right after each other in chronological order. Um, we watched Ultron, and watching that movie again, after watching all the other you know movies up to that point chronologically, I'm like, man, like, it's still a good movie. It is. But it's one of my the, favorites. The bar is set so high within Marvel that for me, it was almost like this isn't... For me, it, it felt like it wasn't as good as a lot of the Marvel movies. But looking at it objectively just as a movie, like it's still really good. And I guess it's just like, man, I have like all these I ridiculously like high... Yeah. I have all these ridiculously mm-hmm. high standards for Marvel movies now. And for some reason, this movie doesn't like necessarily fit it for me. And I can't explain why because it's a very important movie. I think I'm still. I felt upset like they kind of reined it in. They were just like. I think I'm just upset that they did Quicksilver dirty. I think that's my main thing. Like, like, <laughs> they they he even did have personality. Like watching it before now, I was like, man, they, he didn't even have any personality. They just like he's just a <laughs> bland character that they killed off. But it's like no, he even had hints of personality that they could have explored, but they still killed him off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why? You didn't see this coming. I think it got weird because that's whenever uh, Fox announced that Quicksilver was going to be in their movie too. In yeah, the, uh, and they have their movie. other version that is more interesting, in my opinion. But yeah, definitely. Um, Maybe we'll see him in WandaVision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be crazy. But like Ultron as a villain is still like one of the better villains in all of Marvel. I would say personally, it's just he's yeah. a very good villain. Um. But besides that, we also watched Civil War, which I'm like, oh man, I'm excited to like watch Black Panther. I'm excited to watch Ragnarok. Like we're kind of getting into that realm, which is very mm-hmm. exci- exciting. Um, that new wave of uh, Marvel movies. Phase three. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Phase three. So um, they're like, we have this mastered now. Yes. Give us phase three. Money. They just kind of like, okay, let's go. Boom. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so knockout movies. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that was with all the movies I watched. I think it was just more Marvel anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then LJ, why did you watch Man of Steel again? Well, because I've been wanting to watch the DC movies again because of all the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut hype. And then mm-hmm. since Shelly's been also watching the Marvel movies, I was like, well, I'm like, maybe it's a good time for me to watch the D- some <laughs> of the DC movies. I'm not going to watch all the DC movies, but I'm just going to kind of watch the like important ones that like they tried to like start connecting things with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I so I plan on doing Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. I'll probably do Wonder Woman. Are you gonna um, watch Aquaman? Maybe not. I think I think the the big ones uh, I definitely want to do Man of Steel, uh, Batman vs Superman, and Justice League. Uh, yes. So to watch those. Um. But Man of Steel. So I watched that one again, and it just so happens that yesterday. Uh, Sunday was the uh, seven year anniversary of when it came to theaters yeah, and that was totally so coincidence long. like <laughs> that's weird to think about like it's not a new movie but yeah I guess yeah it's seven years yeah mm-hmm. and so my I guess so I, I put a couple thoughts together on, on Facebook uh, 
it's to me it's a good movie it's i like what they did with it and i, I liked where they i liked their approach and their kind of take on the whole superman lore and just kind of the way they did everything because i feel like this is before they really decided oh we're gonna connect it all um mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean if they wanted to go like obviously they're not gonna go back now but i'm like oh man if they just like restarted everything and went back and took a look at this movie again and decide what to do from there. I think that, <laughs> that would be cool. Um, and then uh, a couple of things I don't like. Amy Adams is a terrible actress, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, like, I just... Brutal. Like, she, like, well, so there are some Lois Lane-esque things. Like, after listening to, like, Dallas and Celeste talk about, like, Superman on their podcasts for, like, a long time. I kind of like started to learn like who this character of Lois Lane is supposed to be, and they have her do those things, but it doesn't feel like Lois Lane is doing those things. I feel like Amy Adams is doing those things, like uh, and like she's playing herself almost. To me, she's one of those act- actors that like they always play themselves in everything they're in. Mm-hmm. And I looked totally. and at the at the other movies that she was in, and I'm like, you know, the other things she's been in, she hasn't really been that good in either. So I'm like, I don't know who decided <laughs> to pay this woman. Um, but watching the animated movies, like I think the writing has something to do with that too. Just she's very clever, mm-hmm. and at least the animated movies, I'm sure she is in the comics too. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't seem as clever, but more of the damsel of distress. Yes, movies. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, she still does those things, like in this movie where she goes and like she tries to like step out there and kind of like end up in kind of the chaos of everything. Which is mm-hmm. what seems like Lois does. And Lois is always kind of the damsel in distress. But she's just not one of the, the kind of Lois that like feels like she can like defend herself. Or that like she's... She doesn't feel like a strong like female lead. Like basically. Yeah, I've seen her like outsmart Lex Luthor. Um, mm-hmm. Not with like intelligence, but outsmart his, his wits and trying to mm-hmm. uh, deceive him. Uh, and so like that doesn't seem like something that this character would do. Right, I, Batman right. vs Superman, the extended cut gave her a lot more purpose than that movie. That really messed with her character when the theatrical version. Okay, it was like she was there and there was no purpose for her to be there at all. I need to watch the extended edition of Batman vs Superman, and so that's part of why like I wanted gives to her a reason to be there. That's cool, and I hear the extended version is great, and I think this. I think I just need a new perspective on these movies just because they're easy for everybody to dunk on because they're not Marvel. And so I'm just like, you know, I'm going to go into these with, an, with a more analytical approach and, you know, kind of see my thoughts on them. Mm-hmm. So Man of Steel is better than I remember it being, but it's also very flawed. The humor is awkward, too. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. So Aquaman had a, kind of that curse. The humor was definitely this like weird landing mm-hmm. rhythm to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would like to see Superman play more of the Boy Scout than he has so far. He, uh, and he kind of started out that way, like, in this movie. Yeah, they could definitely take Henry Cavill's Man of Steel and turn him into the Boy Scout. Uh, I We just haven't seen that side of him as much as I would like to. I'd like to see him be more what Captain America became in the movies. I think we could have if we actually got a Man of Steel too, but we never got it, so... yeah. And I think uh, Captain America, like when Man of Steel came out, Captain America wasn't quite there yet either, mm-hmm. uh, or de- definitely not as successful. Um, so I think that like they kind of mastered Captain America, and that was what I wanted out of Man of Steel because it proved that you can have this overly, like overly good guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like at that point they were trying to make him cool and edgy, and it was like that's not Superman. Yeah, he's got the beard, comes out with the beard and the chest hair, and is like <laughs> yeah. picking up oil tankers, uh, beating people up in a bar, and I'm like, that just doesn't seem like Superman. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was different for sure. Yeah, he just needs to find himself, and like you said, Man of Steel two could have done that, and they could have gone mm-hmm. that direction with giving him a little more screen time. Yeah. Cool. We'll yeah. get into the movie news. Cool. So, um, movies or theaters have not been open for a long time. You probably noticed because of a lot of situations. But as of right now, a lot of places are starting to open up and a lot of theaters are thinking about opening. Um, so there's actually already like a tentative, um, sort of July list of movies that will be coming out. Um, and who knows, like, it might move around, probably will move around. It'd be really interesting to see if it, like, opens in some states and not others. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't know if anyone mm-hmm. knows. But we at least have a very tentative list about um, of movies that are going to be coming out in July. Um, and also note that the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, and The New Mutants are supposed to be coming out in August. But it's sort of the same okay. deal. Like it's that it's, could change. It could very much change. Um, so anyway, so July first, um, there's Unhinged. So that's a movie with Russell Crowe. Um, I hadn't heard about it, but it's supposed hmm. to potentially be out July first. Which I'm like, dang, that's that seems really soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Um, but anyway, um, that it Coming would be out. really crazy though if it's like if if theaters do open and this is like their first movie back in like who knows maybe people will watch this movie just to have the theater experience doesn't matter what they're watching Mm -hmm. um july 10th um is the broken hearts gallery um it's a sony pictures movie um with people i don't even recognize so just kind of i haven't heard of that yeah um (laughs) but then there's tenet so that's july 17th and that's definitely super excited for that um and yeah, hopefully that'll that'll come out. I think July seventeenth. That's a pretty good like round area, like mid July. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Once again, can't look too forward to it. Might might get delayed again. Um, and right. then we also have Mulan, which was supposed to have already come out by now. Once again, just like so many yeah. other movies. Um, that's supposed to at this point come out July twenty fourth. That's the Sweet. day before I get married. So. I probably won't be watching it (laughs) until later. (laughs) But um, anyway, that'd really be... It'd be super interesting that that ended up um, also getting delayed or potentially moved to Disney+. Plus. That'd be... I feel like that'd be kind of sad if it just got moved to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that's a movie they don't need to move. I think that'd be cool to see in theaters but mm-hmm. i i'm glad they didn't do that for disney that one in disney plus and i'm glad they didn't do that with uh black widow i feel oh, like yeah. you finally have these like woman-led movies uh, exactly. with strong characters that everyone really likes and then to throw them on a streaming service would have been mm-hmm. a slap it's in the like face. it's like Mulan is like the one live sort of um live action remake that i'm interested in watching because it doesn't look like live action remake it looks like they're taking the same original idea that the original movie came from and just yeah. making it different and it, yeah. it happens to be live action so um it would yeah it would, would be disappointing if freaking lion king 
quote unquote live action went out in theaters <laughs> and not this because this I think deserves it more. Just the way it looks now, I feel like it deserves more praise. But oh, yeah. I still want Mushu, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, it was different enough. It looks very different, so. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm excited for it. Um, and then finally, uh, just for July 31st, we got Greenland. Um, disaster okay. thriller. I was like, I don't know what that is either. I know, I like, no a lot of these, and it, it's like, maybe they haven't really marketed that well because of COVID stuff, or maybe they They're just like, didn't We don't know try. what's going to happen. I don't really know what's going to happen, yeah. but either way, um, that's that's kind of the docket for July for now. Um, maybe next week it'll change. Yeah. Tenet um, Mulan. Yeah. But then, again, we got Wonder Woman 1984 and New Mutants finally potentially coming out this summer as well. Um, and this actually leads into one of our other um, news stories really well. Um, Bill and Ted yeah. are getting another movie called um, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, and that's also one that the trailer just came out. It mm-hmm. just says summer 2020. Like, they're not even putting a hard date on it. They I know thought they said really August flexible. in another article. Yeah. I imagine okay. that they'll they'll probably aim for August, but I think it's smart mm-hmm. for them to just be like, you know, even though it's practically already summer 2020, I mean, mm-hmm. in Seattle, <laughs> yeah. it's still raining. It's it's January here in Seattle. But <laughs> for a lot of places, it's like, yeah, it's already summer. Like, yeah. my oh, yeah, fiance graduated yesterday. You know, like, it's summer, but... They're still like putting a very ambiguous like summer twenty twenty. Um, mm-hmm. They just start saying you'll get it when you get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like and it have, yeah. have ready when it's it has ready. to get pushed till fall. Then that's fine. Bill and Ted is not something I um, grew up watching. It's not something I really have seen much of at all. It's just I've never but, seen the first two, but I want to now that seeing this trailer. It's very much of the time. Like I just, it's so random and weird. Like. To me, like, that was, like, one of the original, like, stoner comedies, because it's just mm-hmm. one of those things, like, that you would watch when you're high or something. That's, that's just the that impression weird. I'm getting. But it yeah, has yeah. Keanu Reeves, so that's cool. It's just weird. And he shaved. Like, yeah, he doesn't have a beard in this. Doesn't um, have his wick beard. Um, because weird. I think he didn't originally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's... They were so young when those original movies came out. I was going to say, it's it's another, and we've already talked about this weird trend in Hollywood called nostalgia, whereas Disney's <laughs> taking it in a way of like, oh, we just need to remake everything. A lot of other places are saying, oh, no, we need to bring back the original actors. We need to bring back the original characters and have it just be like a way later scenario. So we saw that in Terminator. We saw that kind I of like in that. Ghostbusters uh, mm-hmm. or... Did that movie ever come out? I don't think it did. The trailer. I mean, the, the trailer. trailers are coming out. But the trailer, yeah. Kind of in Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. There's other ones, too, but I just can't think of the top of my head. But it's another one I of those I prefer that scenarios. over reboots. Sorry, what, Cody? I said I prefer that over reboots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were I getting a lot so. of reboots for a while, and I was getting real tired of them. Yeah. Yeah, Forrest Raken Syndrome. I'm like, hey, look, it's the original characters. But, like, see, it's hard because... I get I get really positive rea- I react very positively when I see that in like a video game. I don't know mm-hmm. why movies are different for me. I think because it's <laughs> it's like I don't know. I think it's cool to have a new idea that sort of stemmed from the original movies and then include like older characters like kind of like how Star Wars did it. I'm like I'm not too mad about that. 
about how mm. they they had the original characters in there just way older like i'm not it makes sense for what they did in the original trilogy for them yeah. to be where they are in that later trilogy um yeah except for luke <laughs> yeah that's, that's debatable, debatable. Um, that's for sure. So I think that's that can be really cool. We're gonna do a whole again, podcast like, episode. It seems when you make yeah. protagonists like the face of something and like they they get all this power or whatever, it's like and then you make you know different characters way later. It's really hard to at least not tease them in some way. But anyway, mm-hmm. making an entire movie based off of just them though, with them being the main protagonist, I'm always like, that's just a little bit weird it's like they're gonna have to try to get the same energy but it's a different time so who knows yeah. if they'll have the same energy mm-hmm. um, if it had just been luke solo and leia i would have been like watching yeah. what are those old people in spongebob oh um <laughs> mermaid, mermaid man, man and barnacle boy, boy. yeah right. <laughs> exactly it just wouldn't, wouldn't have been good but it's cool and it makes and it does make sense like i'm not a huge fan of um the later you know episode trilogy i'm not a huge fan of them but it makes sense that like general leia um has this really awesome relationship with ray um Mm -hmm. and that seems that's that's cool to me like it's cool development but Mm -hmm. um bill and ted (laughs) they're back yes (laughs) this is like a sequel that nobody knew they wanted i guess or nobody i don't know if they wanted or not i don't know i'm sure there are people that are stoked oh yeah yeah i know i'm interested because of it yeah and, um, speaking of movies nobody knew they wanted. I was just going to say, speaking of movies that would specifically fever nostalgia <laughs> with lots of old people. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. These segues. I'm excited. Is, uh, news. Um, Zach Braff, he is the uh, actor. He was like the main actor for Scrubs. I don't remember mm-hmm. his character's name in Scrubs. My JD. roommate watched the Scrubs a lot, but I don't remember his name. JD. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's like initials, kind of JD. I forgot um, this was even a news piece. I was I, like, oh, <laughs> I don't even like him honestly as a character. I really don't. But that's beside I the love point. That show. He, Dr. the Cox. actor, yeah, the actor thinks it would be really awesome if they made a Scrubs movie if they got the mm-hmm. original cast to return. Again, this show ended in 2010 or around 2010. Uh... You make it's that sound so long years. ago. It's been ten years. <laughs> that is pretty. That, that is. Man of Steel came out seven years ago. I was seventeen. I mean, this first half of 2020 has felt like three years. That's, that's true. true. Maybe that's why it feels like long. I ago. love Scrubs. I, I like. I haven't talked about it on the podcast. I watched it much, every now and then. Yeah, but I watched it in high school, like as the episodes were coming out. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. And then I binge watched it a few years back. I remember, like, when I was a kid, my mom used to watch it a lot. Like, the original. It's so good. And I, was, it was one of those I, shows I didn't realize how heartbreaking it was until uh, I had binge watched it and was like, wow, the end of these episodes is really sad. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. The actor thinks it'd be really awesome if they had a Scrubs movie with, again, original cast, all freaking old, or at least 10 years older. I just felt like they looked up at the end of the show. We anymore, need so. a community movie before we need a Scrubs movie. That'd make more sense to me having a community movie um six seasons and a movie don't take this from me lj what <laughs> they got a psych movie i get a scrubs movie well that's what he hey. was saying that's what the actor that's what zach is like yeah well they did with psych so we could totally do it and i'm like but psych, i feel like I the premise of better psych following. works better than a scrubs as a movie like I, I can't see scrubs being a movie but but psych definitely like can we get a chuck movie <laughs> that'd be cool yeah what just... what 
cable television show would you want a movie of? Uh, uh, Mine's going to be Chuck. I don't know. I don't know. I never watched... Walking Dead. No. Don't watch cable television? I don't watch cable. Not anymore. Uh, when I grew up, I watched cable sometimes, but I wouldn't watch shows like Scrubs or Psych or... <laughs> I'd have to think about that. I would have dinner in front of the TV with my mom. We watch Scrubs. Yeah. I don't know. When I think of shows like that, I just think about... I think about, like, The Office, but I would never want an Office movie. You know? No. No. That would be Office would feel like a weird indie film. I think they could totally like do something <laughs> hey, super clever. There already with that. is an Office movie. It's called uh Oh, dang it. Office Space? No, 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 no. Um What is it? Project Midnight? Gosh, dang it. Everyone's going to be like, "You're not a real Office fan. You don't remember it." Um Code so Midnight. Oh, damn. Was it called The Office? It's Michael, oh, it's Michael it's Scott's... It's the one they do in the show. Michael oh, Scott's yeah, movie yeah. that is that is on YouTube. You can watch it. Like, you can watch the actual movie that he made. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about <laughs> With now. With Goldface as That's crazy. And anyway, you can watch that. That's the movie. It's like iCarly Ar- being a real thing. Oh, Ar- I think there, there is an iCarly movie, I think. There probably is. I don't they had a web series on the show, and the web series actually existed in uh, real life for a while. Yeah. Probably doesn't anymore, but... Oh, no. All I know is, yeah, the shows... Yeah, like, I watched a lot of, like, shows like that on Nickelodeon and crap, but I don't think I'd want movies about it. Especially now. That's a thing. If there's a movie right after the show, that's one thing. If it's like, <laughs> you know, when I think of iCarly, if they were to release a movie now, I wouldn't watch it. There was a Drake, Drake and Josh, Josh movie. movie. I watched that. <laughs> that it came out cool. not that long after the show ended. And so it was fine. I'd watch a new one. It was totally cool. I actually really liked that movie. Um, <laughs> it's not good. The Big Shrimp. Yeah. Um, I just remembered the line like, I want more mustard on my wiener. Anyway. Um, <laughs> very random. That was ridiculous. All I know is that I, I watched some Scrubs. I wouldn't consider myself a big Scrubs fan. So if you are a big Scrubs fan, you, you should tweet us and tell us how you, you would feel about a Scrubs movie happening now. Mm-hmm. Hashtag GUGCast. Yeah. yeah. That's all of our movie news. Cool. We will get into TV. Uh, let's start with LJ again. Space Force. Oh, well, uh, and Shelly then. Shelly watched yeah, Space Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... I really like, yeah, we'll talk about, oh, yeah, I, I was going to say I forgot the other one. Um, but yeah, so Space Force, I like most of that show, except for the last episode. Mm. Have you finished it, Shelley? I have not. I think I have, like, okay. three episodes until the end, though. Like, I'm pretty okay. far, because it's not a big season, but... Without yeah. spoiling it, why didn't you like the last episode? I feel like they just threw it away. Like... Any chance they had for a second season is gone to me after that. Oh, really? I was really hoping. Like, throughout the show, I've been like, man, I really dig the characters. I'm a big fan of them. And I hate that I even said that, but you'll see why. Like, it's just... You don't think there'll be a second season? I don't see the way that show ends, how they could even come back from what they do. Really? Yeah, I don't see any possible, like, solution. I saw it as a cliffhanger to the second season. Yeah, I don't... 
think they can come back from that one. Like, I just don't know. Like, to me, it's like the last episode, they're like, well, we may not get another another season, so let's just do this. Hmm. Uh, Also, they never explain why his wife is in prison. No! I want to know! (laughs) Every episode, I'm like, are they going to tell us this time? No. They'll Gosh, save it for the second season. That's why I want a second season. Like, there's a couple yeah, reasons. No. But... You don't even get that. Like, Gosh, yeah. Dang. I don't feel bad for spoiling that one because it, it's even more of a bigger disappointment when you realize that never gets old. That's true. I'm actually glad you told me now, or else I would have been really <laughs> upset. And now I can, yeah. I can be disappointed now and not frustrated later. So They build that last episode up to be awesome. Like, But it's like the very last, like, oh, yeah, it's so aggravating. I do think the the episode before that should have been the finale. I'll have to look again. Because it was all kind of happening all at the same time. Like yeah, and I don't want to give away anything because it's a big deal. Um, I'll, look, I'll, I'll go ahead and look at what that uh, second But I think was. that ending there, I would have been like, whoa. Um, but where it ended, I hate that Netflix does this. Their season finales are definitely like these mid-season finales mm-hmm. um, in the way that they structure them. And so, yes, it's it's very like it's left open ended to me. You, LJ thinks it's over, but I think that uh, it very much was like I need another episode, not necessarily another season, but another episode uh, to bring the story together. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think. I personally do not think we're gonna get sick. Yikes! I because the reviews have been so mixed on it anyway. And I'd been mostly positive on the show the whole time up until, up until that last episode. I was like, "Dang, okay." No. I'm like, "What are they doing?" Now I'm sad because it's I like, think it'll it'll be more of a fun watch for you. I think now though that like I've said something, I guess. Yeah, well, cause I, <laughs> it's definitely been like a slow burn. It's been like the first. It took me a couple episodes to actually be like, "Oh yeah, I think I like this." But it's mostly it's less because of the actual humor. Like the humor is very. It feels a lot different mm-hmm. than The Office. Like, of course, I was expecting The Office because the same makers. It has, um, I almost just said Michael Scott, but, you know, Steve Carell. And it has Ben Schwartz, yeah. you know, Parks and Rec, playing the same character. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but. Oh, Ben Schwartz I just, is Yeah, I really it. like the characters. I really like, um, I think the daughter is probably one of my favorite characters. Um, as well mm-hmm. as, like, I like the relationship that's sort of happening between, um. Like, there's Dr. Chan, and, oh, I don't remember her name, but she's awesome. Um, the pilot lady, like, sh- she's also one of my favorite characters. So it's like, I really like the characters. I'm a big fan yes. of that. I forget um, her name right now, It's too, almost, yes. to me, like, watching watching a show that has comedy elements, but isn't yeah, necessarily comedy. Yeah. But um, It's very Scrubs-esque in that way. Yeah, exactly. Just throwing that out there. So, again, like, I dig it, and so I'm, like, really, I'm going to mm-hmm. be really sad if, if there isn't, like... Because again, like I see this building, I see this building to something, um, like with the characters and their development. But I guess if it's not going to happen, then I'll be sad. <laughs> it is not greenlit yet, but Netflix usually waits a couple months before they. I don't know. Some shows they're like, boom, let's go. Yeah, Netflix yeah. tends to wait a little bit more. I know Disney Plus, but like The Mandalorian, before that it was even out, there were like yeah. season two's in the works. Netflix so like, Whoa, loves what? to wait. It's like. I'm still waiting for them to, like, properly announce when season four of Dragon Prince is going to come out. I think they did mention at oh, yeah. some point that it will eventually, but they've been so quiet since then. I'm upset. Yeah. I love that show. Last Kingdom coming. season four 
Um, it was about a year before we got news that it was actually greenlit working. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Stranger Things, they gave us a teaser and nothing oh, more. Yeah. yeah. So darn you, Netflix. COVID's gonna mess up a lot a of this stuff right now too, though. That's I, true. I understand that. I understand a lot of things are going to be mm-hmm. super delayed from COVID. I get that for sure. I just want something like a date, maybe. That'd be cool. And Netflix was not doing well before COVID, but is actually doing really well now because of COVID. Yeah. yeah. So that'll like be kind of interesting. That they were going bankrupt for a while or something. I'm like, whatever happened to that? It's. And then there was for a little yeah, bit, they so were making weird. more money per day than Disney was. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just insane. But we'll see. You have more money, but you have less time. I mean, there's going to be a lot of a time gap between mm-hmm. filming and stuff coming out. Totally. Yeah. Very we strange. haven't seen that yet. Um, I guess real quick, I finished all the seasons available for Rick and Morty. I know that season four just finished. Mm-hmm. Season three was weird, but I still really, really, really like that show for, again, for its writing and for its cleverness. And it got pretty real that whole third season. Um, but yeah, I, I do recommend uh, taking caution before you do decide to watch that show if you cannot handle yeah. that sort of content. Season four was all right, but um, season four that last episode of season done. four is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The end of season four was... That last episode was really good. Hmm. LJ, if you are looking for something else to watch, Solar Opposites is a Hulu TV show. Oh, that's right. It looks like pretty much the same exact thing almost. It's very, very similar. Okay. Um, if you like Rick and Morty, you'll like it for the same reasons. Huh, okay. That, that might tide me over until season four comes to platforms. Yeah, different premise, but similar idea. Um, definitely same warnings I'd give anyone watching Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched more of The Great, which is about Catherine the Great. I talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, I it it has less nudity than most shows like it, uh, but there is nudity in it, which I was um, bummed about. There's a ton of sex though, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, like probably every episode, um, it's usually not very romanticized. Uh, and that makes sense with uh, Peter and Catherine in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter being the emperor of Russia. And so it's really, really well written. Uh, the last episode, it's been a long time since I've watched something and had no idea what was going to happen. Uh, and that last episode, I was really like shocked. I was surprised a couple times. Um, and I, I just didn't know what direction they would go. There were a few different ideas in my head of like, maybe they'll do this, maybe they'll do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I had no for sure what's going to happen. It's really funny, but it's definitely this dark humor that I mentioned last week. Um, so I like the humor, but I don't know if it'll be for everybody. Right, dark uh, humor usually is not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like kind of quirky. Like even when it's not dark humor, it's very quirky humor um, that not everyone will... Despite people being like, this is really dumb. It's not clever. Mm-hmm. Um, where I thought a lot of it was really clever, but uh, everyone's got a different taste, and it's definitely diff- very different in its comedy than most comedy that we watch today. Mm. Um, I like it. It's got Ellie Fanning, I think is her name, Dakota Fanning's sister. Mm-hmm. She plays Dakota Catherine, and then Fanning. 
I can't remember the guy's <laughs> name that plays Peter, but he is the Beast in uh, the new X-Men movies. Okay. Yeah. He also played Tesla in that uh, Current War movie that I was talking about a few weeks back. Cool. And he's a really good actor. He plays a complete jerk in this. Uh, he's really, really dumb most of the time. Uh, and then you remember that, like, oh, yeah, he's the emperor of a country. Uh, maybe he <laughs> knows what he's doing a little bit. Um, and I don't know. He plays the role really, really well. So does Ellie Fanning. Uh, Ellie Fanning is doing an amazing job of this. Like, she's very much this optimistic person. That's kind of the premise so far of the first season was that uh, she's optimistic, uh, overly optimistic. And then the world kind of slaps her in the face mm-hmm. as she, like, realizes what uh, what real life is like toxic positivity Uh, yeah and so it's been really cool to kind of watch uh the actress play this like very happy-go-lucky like everything is perfect uh to i'm going to rule russia one day um yeah going from one to the other has been really cool to watch um because she doesn't start off as someone you would imagine would be like empress of of russia hmm. it's cool good stuff if you're into it sounds cool. I, you will know by the first episode if you don't like the first episode hmm. um the rest of the show the humor wise is basically the same okay yeah and then let's get into tv news there's some really cool stuff and it's not necessarily uh a lot of it's not necessarily tv news we'll go to the first one which is mm. uh amazon because uh, it's the only one that is really TV oriented. Uh, Amazon Prime is making a live action of an anime called Promised Neverland, which I've never personally watched, but it's about orphans that, uh, for whatever reason, they can't leave this orphanage um, due to like a dark power. And they all have powers, I guess. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen it, but it looked cool. Uh, the one thing that I thought was really interesting with this is that the creative team behind the anime and the manga, they're not really part of this live action. That's weird. Which, if you're a fan of Promised Neverland, that might be a really bad thing for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, meeting someone who has never seen the anime, I'm kind of excited who is behind the creative team, and that is Masi Oka. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he was Hero in the show Heroes. Mm. Uh, he's done a lot of, like director work now since mm-hmm. then too uh and then rodney rotham who was the producer of into the spider-verse hmm. so it's live action but still really really cool in my mind live action i would think it's are scary <laughs> yeah right. it's probably going to be very different than the anime mm-hmm. is my guess so we'll see i don't know I haven't seen a lot from Amazon Prime that I've been super, super into lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man of the High Castle, I kind of fell off that last season. I need to catch up on it. And then, is it The Boys Oof. was their big thing. And that was like a huge success for them. Uh, but I haven't heard a lot coming out of Amazon Prime lately besides those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, this one's really, really cool to me. So... The Game of Thrones actors, they haven't really been, um, they haven't really had like a reunion since the show, and they're going to be doing a and d campaign together, along with a f- bunch of other actors, too, um, but it's going to be for Dungeons & Dragons, so you can find it on the Dungeons & Dragons YouTube channel, and 
it's going to be uh, for charity. They'll be giving money to the Red Nose Foundation, which is um, and like for ch- fight against children poverty. And I think the Red Nose things comes from that movie with uh, Robin Williams in it. Patrick Adams. He does a red. The what? Patrick Adams. I think so. I don't know specifically where that comes from, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like I could see how the two are connected, possibly. I would. Listen. The whole idea you can buy like red noses at Walgreens. Yeah. They're like little cloud noses, and you wear them for the day, take pictures. Yeah. Um, and the money that you spent on that nose goes towards the charity. Right. Uh, so a few of the actors. Characters. I don't know the actors' names, so I'm going to do it this way. Um, Hodor is going to be in it, and um, ah, Ramsey Bolton, uh, and then the sister. She was she was a pirate. I can't remember her name, but she ran a bunch of ships. I'd hope and, you never uh, watch much Game of Thrones. Yeah, I can't remember her <laughs> name. Um, she was in the later seasons. Okay. So there's a few of them. Uh, I think it's really, really cool that they're going to be doing a whole D&D thing. And then it's going it's to be, be... Taking place in the in the in that world? I don't know whether or not it'll be taking place in the Game of Thrones world. They will not be playing their Game of Thrones characters, for sure. Maybe they'll be able to write right. a better story than the last season. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> last season shouldn't exist. Uh... <laughs> And then the person that's going to be DMing it, she's an actress from uh, Umbrella Academy and Grey's Anatomy. I'm trying to find her name. Uh, You had it earlier, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, and I can't find it now. Oh, well. Um, But a well-known actress, so it's all, all pretty cool. Kate Welch. There you go. That's her name. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's a great, great idea. Mm-hmm. The guy that plays Hodor is a really cool dude. He's like a uh, DJ on the side. Well, it's like called Rave of Thrones is his concerts. That's cool. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and a little bit more s- sad news. Star Wars Celebration is a yearly event. They usually do a bunch of Star Wars announcements. Mm. Uh, this doesn't say anything about them doing anything digitally. I almost would bet they will or they'll find a way to announce stuff um but the celebration will not be happening until according to the article august 18th through the 21st 2022 and i'm not sure if that's a typo or not uh two years seems like a really long time and i would expect that it'd probably be 2021 but the article says 2022 so Hmm. maybe um i don't it'll still be at the anaheim convention center it's already scheduled okay um yeah, so kind of kind of crazy. Kind of a I, bummer. I hope it's not two years. Yeah, especially for people that out in California that go to those things. You know, San Diego Comic-Con was also canceled. Now that's a free event that they're going to do digitally. I feel like we always have this drip feed of, like, Star Wars news, though. It's like, you know, we cover Disney all the time and stuff like that on here just because there's always something. So I don't think, I mean, it, the, I guess the festivities of it, yeah, like, that sucks. But as far as news goes, we're always going to get it, as, especially on Star Wars Day. Maybe yeah. I was say they have like May the Fourth. There's so much that comes out, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's 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 kind of that's how they do it. It seems to be like a biannual. It's like May the Fourth, and mm-hmm. then in August, um, or in the fall at some point, mm-hmm. they usually have 
more news and you get kind of twice a year yeah that's tv news we have some discussion questions uh first one's from ryan matthew and i think this is mostly for shelly settle an unexpectedly heated debate ryan matthew asks uh on bioware games mass effect or dragon age go ahead shelly well yeah (laughs) i I've been cutting out really bad guys, so That's okay. I'm just you gonna are... keep talking and maybe it'll be fine. Anyway, so keep in mind I've never played Mass Effect, so okay. my opinion's not that great on this right now. So okay. my bias opinion is Dragon Age, but <laughs> I know more Mass Effect fans than Dragon Age fans. Mm-hmm. So I think, honestly, it's um, if you're looking for something that's more like shooter um then obviously mass effect i like dragon age because i'm not a huge fan of like shooting games um unless it's like splatoon mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know that's very different um like yeah. first person shoot first person shooters or third person like i just don't play those games really at all so a lot i think a lot of people liked mass effect because it appeals to that gameplay a lot more mm-hmm. um Whereas Dragon Age is especially, um, like, Origins and the uh, Dragon Age 2, mostly Origins. Um, if you like KOTOR, it's very much that. Because, again, it's just, it's just Bioware, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, KOTOR kind of is a shooter, but it's really not. It's more strategy. It's more tactical-based. Yeah. Um, and that's the same energy you're going to find. And strategy that you're going to find Dragon Age. Um and I can't really say much for, like, the lore differences in the game. I love the lore of Dragon Age. It's such a cool world that they built. Um, but Mass Effect is, again, multiple worlds. It's a whole universe, right? Um, because of space. So, um, and I can't really mm-hmm. say much of what they built there. Because, again, I haven't experienced it. But, like, that's probably up for debate, too. I really do think that the main um, differences are going to be between the actual gameplay because both games feature very strong characters um, and the same sort of idea of like Mm -hmm. your choices matter and your choices can influence so um, like your character's relationships and um, plot elements and things like that. So in in those senses, the games are the same. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really do think that um, if you're going to like choose one, it's not going to say that one's better than the other because I don't think one's better than the other. Maybe mm-hmm. one's more popular than the other. But um, if you want to choose one, it has to be like gameplay. Like, are, do you want something more shooter mm-hmm. style or do you want something more tactical um, and things like that? So that's cool. all I really have to say about that. But if I were to choose one, say I've Dragon Age, I love Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, I guess. LJ, have you played Mass Effect? Uh, my quick thoughts are: uh, so I've played all three of the Mass Effect games at some point. I've played all three Dragon Age games at some point. Not played through all of them, but I will say Mass Effect Two is easily the best in the series of Mass Effect. Which mm-hmm. so That's for me, fun. like I barely remember any of. I barely remember one. Like I've tried to start one plenty of times. But it's kind of almost outdated at this point. 3 was still good, but there's a lot of problems with 3, like story arcs wrapping up and stuff, and the ending that people, you know, that people, like, hate on so bad, which it was not a good ending. Um, But then Dragon Age, I played a lot of the first one, 
and then a lot of the third one. I didn't really care for two yeah. that much, but also because I I, feel, I played the PC port, and I feel like the PC port isn't that great um, compared to like what it would be on console because it's so built for like almost the action oriented one. They kind of they kind of went more action oriented in two. Um, so for me personally, I feel like Dragon Age is a little bit stronger for me. But Mass Effect is still like like Shelley said, you're gonna get you're you're gonna fall into one of two camps, and I think it comes down to gameplay and genre because you're gonna get the yeah. science fiction geeks versus the fantasy geeks, and while those two can be one and the same, there's definitely the the type of person you know like do you prefer fantasy or do you prefer sci-fi? So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I've never played either of the games, and so for me, it was just a question of like fantasy over. I Sunday. highly recommend Mass Effect Two, and then I highly recommend Dragon fantasy Age One. My... Yeah, it is fantasy super funny how how like, I because I've heard that too. Like Mass Effect Two is the strongest mm-hmm. of the series, but mm-hmm. like it's pretty well known that Dragon Age Two is the weakest of that series. So it's just really funny Weird. Um, mm-hmm. how that kind of works out. But just yeah. play Dragon Age One and then Mass Effect Two. And then Dragon Age three, pretending they're all a cohesive story. You don't need to play Dragon Age two. Um, I mean, I started with Inquisition, right, and then I went back and played the first and second. So mm-hmm. honestly, like, if you just want to pick up the third, you could. Like, you're still gonna have fun. Um, if you want to get more like lore and strat strategy stuff, play the first, and then if you want to play second, you can. But if not, you don't have to. It's not gonna affect the story that much. Right, so, right, yeah. yeah. And then because, we could go talk about Andromeda, but Andromeda was a mess. So right, because the Andromeda. other thing, too, is that in Dragon Age, you're playing as a different protagonist every time. You're literally mm-hmm. a different person, whereas in at least most of Mass Effect, because I don't think Andromeda counts, right? You're playing as Shepard. No, Shepherd. yeah. You're playing as Shepard through all three games. So those, are, those stories are more closely tied together than Dragon Age. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah. That's also really important, because like, mm-hmm. Mass Effect is like, I, if you jump in part way, I could understand, like, oh, you may be missing something because you were mm-hmm. just introduced to these characters who you're supposed to know for a while. But, like, Dragon mm-hmm. Age, like, if you see a character that was in a past game, it's an Easter egg. It's, like, a cool thing that you're like, oh, my gosh, look, it's Alistair. Or, look, it's, mm-hmm. you know, this character, but it's not a huge deal. Um, right. Like, you see Hawk and who is your in, Dragon in Age 2 protagonist. Yeah. You see them in Inquisition, but it's not even, like, a huge deal. It's more like, if you play Dragon Age 2, that's super fun. But if not, it's like, here's a cool character who was from, you know, past game. So that's a different mm-hmm. dynamic as well. Difference between them. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We have one more question before we end the podcast. We all read any Valiant comics. And I don't watch a lot of comics. Or, I don't read a lot of comics. <laughs> exactly. I don't read a lot of comics. Um, I Usually, if I do, it's like the graphic novel forms. And so far, I've only really read DC um, but the, I did watch Bat, uh, Bat the Sun's little web show that was uh, licensed by Valiant Comics, and it was Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, uh, and that was really, really cool. A lot of cool characters in that really well done web series. I feel like I've read a few back in the day, like, because they're still kind of niche, but uh, yeah, I, I read some comics every every now and then. I have a little collection myself, but nah, I have not read any Valiant Comics. Maybe Shelley? I should. I didn't know yeah. what it was, so sorry. I'm not a comics person. Oh, it's all They're the ones that... Uh, oh, what was the movie called that Bloodshot. the just came out? Bloodshot. 
Yeah, they do bloodshot. So I, I have this idea, maybe saving it for the other category every now and then. Uh, so I have this collection of graphic novels and comics that I hardly ever read. So I'm, I've been considering the idea of maybe picking one one week and reading it and maybe throwing it in the other section for some content for our comic book fans out there. So I might do that eventually. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Uh, if you are a Valiant fan, I do encourage you to watch that web series. Cool. Because it's cool. Um, and they're also, Bat, Bat and the Sun, they do all like the beatdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very much like trying to be comic accurate with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the big thing for comic book fans is they're like, it needs to be like the comics. The accuracy, yep. They're good about trying to stay true to stuff. All right. Are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. The only thing is that I will be playing my first game of Dungeons & Dragons in person this week, finally. So, nice. Uh, that's just yes. exciting. Cool. Um, and Shelly? For me, I actually DM'd for the first time this last week. Oh, that's right. Oh, how was it? Yeah, it was actually really fun. Um, I think it'd be fun to DM more in the future. It was a really awesome experience because I DM'd for, I mean, my very close friends who also all of them have DM'd in the past, so they're all really nice. Um, and they all like just very easily went with everything um, and didn't try to bother me, you know. Like there's sometimes there's problematic <laughs> like, characters. Actually, who are like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I should be able to do this, or like, oh, like what's this random person's name and stuff like that. And um, I actually almost felt like I was maybe a little bit over prepared at times. But then there's other times where I'm like, oh wait, no, I need to like improv this. And that seems like a very classic average DM experience. So um, that's cool. It'd be fun to do more in the future. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for me. So, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. And this week, I will be starting Portal 2 on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Dang cat. (laughs) You can find me. What? You can find me <laughs> on Instagram at Cody Arbor. Are you done, Kitty? He's done. All right. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye. Maybe he's got thoughts on strength. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.